What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're gonna be talking about SpaceX and the company's project Starlink. This is a project that SpaceX has been working on for years to launch a constellation of low Earth orbit satellites to beam down high speed and high bandwidth internet to the entire globe. Essentially, SpaceX, Elon Musk's rocket startup, is on the cusp of becoming an internet service provider, a telco company. This is a fascinating business model shift that is potentially um, going to be their largest source of revenue and income and being the key funding source to Elon Musk's Mars vision. So in this episode, I want to talk about what happened last night with the initial Starlink launch, the plans for this product, the financial implications to SpaceX, and why this could have so much impact across so many different industries. Because I think just at a high level, uh, this has been a fascinating project to watch that I think in the media has almost gotten no attention for how big of a deal it actually is. So let's take a step back and talk about what happened last night. So SpaceX last night with its Falcon 9 rocket launches 60 Starlink satellites to orbit. They are targeting up to six Starlink launches later this year and will accelerate the cadence of launches to put 720 satellites in orbit for continuous coverage of most populated areas on Earth. So there's a lot to unpack here, but basically last night SpaceX held the initial launch for Project Starlink and launched a, a huge rocket with a huge, it looked, the pictures look incredible, this stack of 60 of these de- brand new designs, state-of-the-art satellites, and actually successfully launched them into space. So this isn't a theoretical project anymore, and that's part of the reason I wanted to make this episode because, you know, uh, SpaceX has been talking about this plan to deliver, you know, internet to all parts of the globe with these lower satellites for years, but it's, it's just been, you know, sort of this moonshot project, and now it's actually launched, the satellites are in orbit, and they're planning to accelerate the cadence of launches and actually bring this to market. And if we go to the Starlink website, they recently uh, launched a whole website for the project Starlink, so that I think that indicates that, it, that it's moving forward, but they say that Starlink is targeted uh, to offer service in the northern U.S. and Canadian latitude after six launches, rapidly expanding to global coverage of the populated world after an expected 24 launches. SpaceX is targeting two to six Starlink launches by the end of this year. So if everything goes to plan and they do six launches by the end of this year, they will actually have internet service by the end of this year, at least according to what I'm understanding in the northern U.S. and Canada. But that's not really what matters. You know, it's going to take years for SpaceX to eventually launch what they want to be thousands of satellites all around the world, providing high bandwidth internet no matter where you are on Earth. So this is an incredibly ambitious plan. I mean, people have tried to launch satellite internet in the past, but the big reason that SpaceX is is uniquely positioned to, I think, succeed in this venture and actually create a satellite internet infrastructure that is used by millions of people is because of their rocket launch technology. And so when you think about what SpaceX is, they're a company that initially their goal was to reinvent the rocket situation and landscape by making rockets reusable. Traditionally, Boeing and Lockheed Martin have been using rockets and then throwing them away after one use. This is incredibly inefficient. Imagine having to rebuild a car every time you wanted to drive. Like, it just makes no sense. So to really access space and democratize access to, you know, planets and the moon and Mars, you need to make rockets reusable, which will dramatically reduce the cost of rocket launches and therefore have an exponential impact on the entrepreneurial endeavors that can occur within space. One of my favorite metaphors, shout out to Tristan from Sempo, who gave me this, is that SpaceX is really building the railroads of space, this new era infrastructure for the expansion of humanity into other planets. And so this technology that SpaceX is developing right now is just being used to launch different payloads to the space station and stuff like that, which seems very rudimentary. But this launch technology and a leadership in in SpaceX's lowest cost per launch and they're continuing driving down the cost per launch and increasing payload is allowing them to have a huge competitive advantage 
to cheaply and cost-effectively launch advanced satellites into orbit and actually execute this plan. And so when you think about SpaceX at a high level, let's talk about the business here. You know, SpaceX is, was valued at about $30 billion in a recent funding round. Um, and according to uh, some data that I've looked up, they did about $2 billion in revenue in 2018. So SpaceX is a company that, you know, valued at $30 billion, but they're doing $2 billion in revenue. All of that is coming from launches. And so they are monetizing their reusable rocket technology with launches, but that's just a fraction of the potential end, you know, market for this reusable rocket technology. Because the way I think about SpaceX is once they have this core, really cheap, sustainable, reliable way to launch rockets, that they can have all these other new business models piggyback on top of that core competency. And Starlink is the first business model that we're seeing layered on top of that besides traditional launches. And this is a leaked document from the Wall Street Journal that was published in 2017. So it's a little bit old, but what I think is fascinating about it is it shows you what SpaceX is thinking about their business. And as you can see that orange line right there is what their launch revenue is expected into the future. And then that pink line there that's exploding in the mid 2020s is Starlink revenue, satellite internet revenue. So SpaceX internally, at least a couple years ago, was planning for Starlink to be significantly multiple times larger than the actual launch business. So this is the way that SpaceX is actually planning to make billions of dollars to continue funding their mission to actually get to Mars and build a base on Mars. So the, what's so fascinating to me is, you know, the launch business gets all this attention, but really SpaceX's play has been to develop this internet service and become a telecommunications company. And 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 they are projecting that, um, according to this article I found, that in, in 2025, they're originally projecting to have 40 million subscribers generating $30 billion in annual recurring revenue. So um, this is so this is sort of SpaceX's end, end mission here. And what I think is fascinating is that now we're actually seeing them get this off the ground and they could launch this within the next year or two. And so when you think about the, the state of the internet today and, and you know even at least how it works in America, like it's very monopolized, regionalized. You don't have much competition. There are these really big old legacy companies like Comcast and Time Warner, which are notoriously horrible to deal with, uh, extremely expensive, awful customer service. And so I think the internet is just, it, it's ripe for disruption. And, and SpaceX originally, Originally, the, the, the goal of Starlink was to provide access to hard-to-reach places of the globe, uh, which I think was great, and it, and it made SpaceX's Starlink seem like not really a competitor to, you know, U.S. high-bandwidth internet. But now, if you go to their website, they are saying they want to do high-bandwidth internet with these low-Earth satellites. And so I think SpaceX has been, actually been downplaying the capabilities of this network once it hits scale, and because it's so disruptive. Like, the amount of industries that Elon Musk is disrupting, when you really think about what Tesla's doing with the fossil fuel industry with the auto industry and now what SpaceX is doing with the telecommunications industry, the internet industry, uh, you know, ISPs. I mean, the, the, the scope of this disruption is incredible, but I, and I think people have been downplaying how much potential uh, Starlink can have. To me, this is one of the most exciting businesses Elon Musk is working on right now. And even if you needed some validation, I think this is hilarious. Even Jeff Bezos and Amazon are, have a project, Kuiper, I hope I'm saying that right, to launch a constellation of Earth, low Earth orbit satellites to provide low latency, high speed broadband connectivity to unserved and underserved communities around the world said Amazon in a statement. So even Amazon and Jeff Bezos with his rocket company are copying this exact plan with Elon Musk because they know how good of a business this is. When you see Jeff Bezos copying a business model, that means it's a they're onto something huge. And so that's just another validation of this technology. But 
What I think is fascinating is that at a high level, we are seeing SpaceX, now that they've finally driven down the cost of rocket launches, they are going to be able to, to expand their business in unprecedented ways. I mean, just something I can think of off the top of my head is like asteroid mining. That's another business where your core competency with the cheapest launch is going to have a huge lead in the in the business of uh, asteroid mining, or whoever is the asteroid mining company is going to be needing to use the cheapest launch technology to start mining these asteroids, which is going to be business for SpaceX. So SpaceX is building the railroads of space, and on top top of that, you get so many business opportunities, one of which is launching a network of low Earth constellation satellites to provide internet to the globe, tens of billions of dollars in revenue business opportunity. You know, the numbers they did, 40 million subscribers paying 70 bucks a month, 30 billion in revenue. I'm assuming a ton of that is super high margin once you get all these satellites working. And so this is how SpaceX wants to fund Mars. They want to launch this this internet constellation of satellites, turn into an internet service provider, telecommunications company, be making billions of revenue, uh, continue to invest that in R&D to make cheaper rocket technology, and eventually, you know, use that technology and that capital to get and establish a base on Mars. So this is a huge piece of SpaceX's vision. And in in many ways, you know, humanity's future, if we're going to be multiplanetary and go to Mars and SpaceX is pushing the forefront of that, you know, the success of Starlink, by by being a customer of Starlink, Starlink, you are subsidizing humanity's, you know, expansion into space. That is so cool. That is a concept I love about Elon Musk's companies. Like when you buy a Tesla, you're accelerating the vision of a sustainable future. When you buy a Starlink, you're accelerating the vision of being multiplanetary. I think this excitement um, that SpaceX is generating with their launches on Twitter with the brand, like I just think this is a game-changing service that if, 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 Elon Musk and SpaceX can actually pull off, you know, six, five or six more launches every single year, slowly expand coverage. Maybe it'll take five to 10 years before this really works and is a reality in the world. You could literally be using the SpaceX internet. Like it's going to take a while to set this up, but if they set it up and if it's successful and if it's high bandwidth, I mean, this is a behemoth and cash cow business in the making and all of it comes back to that core competency of reusable rockets and Elon Musk's and SpaceX's lead there. So this is a fascinating, you know, hyperchange disruption to watch with love to know what you all think so leave it in the comments below this is hyperchange huge shout out to our patreon supporters producers fun in the channel i'll see you guys next time have a great weekend peace